So this is part two, and if you haven't heard part one of this Yacht Rock Tournament episode, you probably should go back to last week's episode and listen to that first. I do want to tell a little story, though, before we get in. This past weekend, my wife and I were eating lunch down in California, visiting family, and we kept hearing like Fleetwood Mac, ELO, Eagles, James Taylor's, Mexico, and we were like, what is going on with this playlist? And Jaffrey was like, I bet it's a Yacht Rock playlist. And I was like, I don't know. It might be like Fleetwood Mac artist radio or something. And we asked our waiter and he came back. He's like, I guess it's something called Yacht Rock. (laughs) So it's been following us. I also uh, threw on some James Taylor with my mom uh, working on Thanksgiving food. I do want to say this too. And I'm even a little bit sad and afraid to admit this. The Doobie Brothers have grown on me a bit in the last couple months, and I'm feeling kind of bad about that veto uh, last week. Uh, But, you know, they're doing just fine, cashing their uh, royalty checks and whatnot. Whoever of them are, are still alive, I don't really know very much about the Doobie Brothers. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Thank you guys for coming back for part two of this silly adventure with Tyson Uh, It was really fun to edit it and listen back. So hope you guys are enjoying it. And there's a Spotify playlist. So this is a great episode uh, for which to check out that playlist. It's in the show notes. There's Spotify and Apple Music, that is. So check out those playlists if you want to listen along afterward. And yeah, this has been so fun to get this show going. So thank you for listening. Okay, last matchup of round one, mm-hmm. Boz Skaggs yep. versus Christopher Cross. Here we go. Here's Boz Skaggs with Lido Shuffle. <laughs> yeah. I did not know any Boz Skaggs. I couldn't have told you anything about that band other than I'd like seen a record cover, you know, or something. That song kills. It's so good. It's almost like that one almost goes like show tunes or like Las Vegas. Yeah. It's more of that soul kind of, um, you know, smooth soul influence with the those big orchestral stops. Uh-huh. I guess it's just a brass section. The but, horn. Yeah. The brass you know, sections. Mm-hmm. you know yeah it's yeah it's the almost theatrical in a way yeah it's so cool okay christopher cross this is interesting i never heard of this artist before but he's one of the sort of like at the center of like proper proper yachtiest of the yachty rock and his main record christopher cross has like a flamingo on the cover and this song is called literally sailing so we're really we're in the we're in the deep mordor of the sailing culture here. We're in the elephant graveyard for sure. Exactly. Here we go. Sailing by Christopher Cross. Yeah, I just, I just, I want you to know that there are literally thousands. There are literally thousands of undergraduates at Ivy League universities that were conceived to that song right now. Eight percent of the graduating class of Yale of twenty twenty five. Eighty percent of Yale was conceived to that song. 
Oh man! Oh my goodness, that's funny. <laughs> I want like I when I heard that song come on, I just saw like every '80s movie, like <laughs> just the sex scene in every '80s movie. I am frankly mesmerized by that song, Jason. <laughs> it's so, like oh man, he, like you you know you know, we've worked together um, on commercial music, and mm-hmm. and so you know how sort of genre adept I am. I'm fairly, fairly adept. I can very much so produce yeah. music, uh, believably in many different genres, pretty wide spectrum. I hear that track and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> like there are six <laughs> layers here that are completely yeah. blank to me. That's like hearing someone play the sitar or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I could, mim- okay. I know how to play drums like that, you know, like, yeah, sure. but there's something going on that just feels like, otherworldly oh my goodness okay so boss gags with lido shuffle or christopher cross sailing i want you to know that when i went into this i thought to myself i'm gonna pick sailing for sure and then i heard that buzz that bass uh boss gag song and i was like have to pick that because that song rips and then and then i heard sailing and i was like i have to pick sailing if you're using yachtiness as even 20 percent of the criteria <laughs> yeah, i think totally. you have to pick sailing it is a song with a 45 second head start on any other song in a yacht rock category i, I will say that that when I, when I was listening to that that's the best i felt all night by far unbelievable i felt incredible i felt amazing that i that that album has genuinely been added to my rotation as a part of the uh, research for this episode. I'm very it's grateful, so good. Tyson. Okay, we are in round two, getting closer to the heavy hitters. We have the Elite Eight. Yeah. So right now we've got the Beach Boys versus Jimmy Buffett. This is the Beach Boys from their... 1985 album self-titled the beach boys they waited until 20 albums in to call one the beach boys and they thought you know what it's a track like where i belong that deserves the self-titled branding here we go Tyson, have you ever heard that song before right now? Never. I've never heard that song. Just coming out of the coming out of the loving years where I belong with the with the f- whatever four part harm Beach Boys harmony there. Yes. It's great. Oh my gosh. That song. Did you know that one? Oh yeah, I love that song. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that one. Yeah, that's so good. But I've I've combed every album. There's no like main Beach Boys tracks that I have not field tested in my fandom. Okay, that was the Beach Boys, but here we got Jimmy Buffett, the man himself. This is this song is called "Changes, Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes, Changes in Attitudes." <laughs> oh, dude! If anything's gonna do, if anything's gonna just like kill me, it's gonna be if Jimmy Buffett beats the Beach Boys right now. <laughs> here we go, Jimmy Buffett. We couldn't laugh. We'd all go insane. It's the same song. It's it went into the changes. It's the same. It could have gone straight into wasting away again in Margaretville right off that verse. Yeah, it's the same song. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, the Jimmy Buffett song called Jamaica Mistaka. <laughs> no. You should look it up no. really quick because and just play the chorus. It's basically he was. This is a true story. Jimmy Buffett was flying into into Jamaica and. The, the Jamaican government thought he was a drug runner, so they tried to shoot his airplane down, uh, like with, wow. with machine guns, and the chorus of this song Whoa. is, 
it's it's basically what he thinks that they are saying to him after they tried to shoot his airplane down. <laughs> this is from the 1996 Jimmy Buffett album, Banana Wind. This okay. is the best Jimmy Buffett song by far, in my opinion. I never forget to duck, come back, come back, back to Jamaica. Don't you know, we made a big mistake <laughs> we'd be so sad if you told us goodbye. Yeah, so that's his. That's the Jamaican government oh. apologizing to him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> come back, come, come back, back to Jamaica. Jamaica. Don't you know that we made a big mistake? We made a mistake. <laughs> I can't believe that exists. I don't know that I'll ever play that on purpose, but I'm glad that I know about it. Beach Boys win. Yeah, Jimmy's out. Yeah, Beach Boys yeah. win. Oh, that makes me very happy. That makes me very happy. All right. Steely Dan versus Fleetwood Mac. This is Hey 19 by Steely Dan. Sweet things from Boston, so young and wheeling. Move down to Scottsdale, where the hell am I? Oh, yeah. That's a chorus. Yeah, man. When they do it, they do it. Even just like the way that like the 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 like the Rhodes is working with the electric guitar and the mm-hmm. way that those that yeah. big harmony background happens in the chorus. That song's awesome. All right, up against Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac. Oh man. Again, like this is another one of the greatest songs ever written. Oh my goodness! But are you going with the yacht principle? Is that what you're? Is that what you're hinting at? I have to. I, you need, I need you to know this. That when I was listening to that, I was like, "There's no way I can pick Steely Dan over that song. That song's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Like it's it's an absolute 100 out of 100 song. I do think that Steely Dan is is definitely yachtier. Mm-hmm. And there's something that's like not supposed to make you feel that good. It's yachtier, but it's that song, Hey 19, is, I don't know, it's doing a kind of like a Chicago thing. Like it's doing a little mm-hmm. bit more of a jazz thing, which there is a little bit of that in the mix for Yacht Rock. Yeah. But it's got that like tighter. So so that actually, it took me a little bit out of the yachty vibe, uh, surprisingly. For me, it's hard to even compare them because, like, the I mean, like I said in our text message thread today, that Steely Dan is the most like up its own ass band of all time. And right when you put that up against, like, it's just trying so hard and it's fu- really fun because of that reason. But when you put that up against Mick Fleetwood doing his thing, which is the duke, 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 like, oh, and yeah, and then Stevie singing like that in a song like that, it's just like you can't be, you can't compete with that you know it's there's nothing yeah. better than that yeah. it's, it's insane yep and i think it's yachty enough and steely dan is unyachty enough right so it's mm-hmm. it's ju- just enough to to make it allowable this is a time this is a moment in my life because if it had been any other fleetwood mac song i i would have picked hey 19 for sure yeah but gypsy i don't think i think you got to go with that you got to go with fluid mac Ooh. on that I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I was considering whether or not to veto you, just because I would rather listen to more Fleetwood Mac than more Steely Dan. What to say about Steely Dan? There's a story we should tell. One time when you were in town with your band, you were recording some stuff with Telephone Friends. Is that right? Um, probably, yeah. If Matt was here, it would have been for that, yeah. It was with Matt Wright was there with us, and Patrick was there. 
you guys were Matt was trying to get me into Steely Dan and he was pumping, you know, the inordinate amounts of money into the touch tunes. Steely Dan song after Steely Dan song. And like, Dan, you are gonna love them. You just never given them and I hadn't really given them much time or whatever. And I just was not having it. <laughs> yeah. But that's also part of your thing. Like if you decide that you're not into something, it's like there's no there's no way around that. <clears throat> I don't think I decided anything. I think it's just that like when it comes to a chorus Really, when it comes to songwriting, key changes Mm -hmm. have to be really earned for me in like a, they pay off with a hook kind of a way, the way that Brian Wilson uses key changes. Or the way Beyonce uses a key change. I wouldn't be able to comment on that, but. Or Michael Jackson, like, like a man in the mirror style. Like you need, you want it to be like a moment where it makes it more exciting or it turns into a, to a hook. Yeah. So that becomes its own hook, like going up for the chorus, right? But Brian Wilson will just kind of mode around, mm-hmm. you know, and get back to something like God only knows or whatever. You're just like, and you're like in flux, but then he lands the plane within the musical phrase. It's not like just to show off. And Steely Dan, hey, let's fucking change to this chord here. They're never going to see that coming. That's how I hear it. I think that Brian Wilson is not even playing music in the same world as anyone else. Like Brian Wilson isn't even thinking in keys. He's like thinking in music. It's diff- it's like he has a different brain mm-hmm. than anyone else. And Steely yeah. Dan is doing it like everyone else like especially 70s 80s people are doing it to like to make the chorus pop harder or to like make the bridge pop harder or something or to like make it more exciting in the at the outro. But Steely Dan is doing it like to say, like, hey, I bet you didn't think this would work, and it does. <laughs> They're like that annoying kid in math class. Like, oh, 100%. Steely Dan is for dudes who feel like the world doesn't see their greatness. <laughs> yeah. They're solving a problem that could be solved in two, in two movements, in like 25 movements, just to show you that they can get back. Yeah. In Almost Famous, when Lester Bangs is in the radio station in San Diego, and he's like, um, the guess who, American woman, accomplishes more in a minute and 58 seconds than <laughs> Jethro Tull takes hours to not accomplish. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's, I think, the, the thing is that, like, you and I, you less so these days than you used to, but still to a definite degree. Like, I'm sitting at my computer all day thinking about all these tiny little movements in music and the mechanics of it. And so for me to like go home and listen to a pop song is like, I can't even really listen to it. It's like, okay, I hear, I hear the snare drum and I hear the bass tone. I'm, I think I go, that's probably a Fender twin. And over here, Mm. they're going to do this. And like, it's, it's like, I'm way too zoomed into it. So when something like Steely Dan comes on, I'm just like, what are you doing? It almost like allows me to listen to it again in a way, because it's so outside of what I'm doing. It's yeah. It's like listening to opera or something where it's like, well, totally. I don't know what the rules are here, so I'm just going to kind of bathe in it. 100%. You know? Or like, you know, instrumental music or... Yeah. Or like worldwide music from another culture you don't really know as well. Exactly. Where it's like, oh, you're not you're not imposing your forms. You're just like having an experience of like hearing something, you know? Yeah. I get that. But thankfully, see They're you later. Gone. Fleetwood Mac makes it to the final four. All right. Seals and Crofts versus the Eagles. Oh my gosh. I can't believe what's happening in this list. If like, if I would have just picked this, it would not look like this, but because of our conversation, it looks like this. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I'm having a great time. Seal Seals and Crofts get closer. Okay. Okay. It's no good for me, and it's no good for you. That's interesting. Did that come out in 2004? <laughs> no, I'm sure it's like a. Is it? Is that really true? There's no way that's real. It's got to be a reissue or something. Let's see. Even look at the album cover. Nope. Release date, 2004. Wow. Wow. That's Kudos wild. to Seals and Crofts. That is wild. Okay, and here's the Eagles. And from the Eagles going kind of yachty, we get I Can't Tell You Why.
The Eagles bum me out so much, but I think that's clearly the better song. Good. I'm glad you agree. So I don't. I literally didn't know anything about Seals and Crofts before this week, so I don't have anything to add about them. Do you have any relationship with that band? I mean, just in this, where I'm like, when I'm going down my yacht rock rabbit holes, they're there. Yeah. It's just like dirt. It's just very dirty dancing vibe. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's 80s summer camp music, which is awesome. I just don't. I think it like it. It lands like strongly in the soundtrack genre. Like it's like it needs hmm. to be behind something else that's happening. Okay. Final elite eight face off. Hollow Notes versus Christopher Cross. Here is Hollow Notes with Kiss on My List. <laughs> Yes. The lyrics in these songs are ridiculous. Your kiss is on my list of the best things on my life. (laughs) It's an incredible song. I'm so happy that it exists. How'd you feel? I mean, that one is like dancing around like three different keys all the all the time i don't i was i don't really know what's going on in that it's either some Mm. weird modal thing or it's like it's or it has key changes like in every verse and the chorus it's it's doing a lot of dancing that's for sure it's not just sticking with the main key but it's doing but it's always paying off in a pop hooky kind of way it's not showing off it's like serving the hook to do it every time it lands on the one the new one it's like aha it's like, yay, it feels great every time it yeah. lands on the new one chord. It's like, that's why I, th- I think that makes sense why you would like it. That's great. Great song. Here's Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross. And I've got such a long way to go. Such a long way to go. Make it to the border of Mexico. Oh, there's Michael McDonald again. There he is. <laughs> Very prominent bongo drums on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really bringing those to the fore. I feel like if I had to pick my favorite song we've listened to tonight, it would be Sailing. Yeah, but it, but this isn't Sailing, so it's not going to reward someone without a deep catalog. You know, K- Kiss on my list is it so strong; it has to it has to win out on that. But I just think that we need to really tip our Sailing our pirate caps to Christopher Cross on that first song. Let's just hear Sailing again. <laughs> Did you just grab your chimes? Dana brought some out for this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I had to get my chimes for that moment. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. That it's song so great. is so great. I've had those chimes for years and I've never used them until that moment. You've never right used there. The ch- yeah. <laughs> is their first use of those chimes? I think it's that's the first incredible. use ever, yeah. All right, we're down to the final four. Tyson, the final four bands are Beach Boys, Fleetwood Mac, The Eagles, and Hollow Notes. Yep. What a Mount Rushmore that is. That's oh really my gosh. Good. So Stopping here, even if we stopped here, we say the Mount Rushmore of Yacht Rock for us <laughs> is the Beach Boys, Fleetwood Mac, the Eagles, and Hollow Notes. I mean, I still think that the Doobie Brothers should be on there, but well, they're yachtier groups, right? But these are these songs are turning out to actually be our favorite yacht rock songs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the better way to say it, because like the Beach Boys are not like primarily a yacht rock band, right? So it'd Correct. be weird for them. They're not on the yachtiest. Mount Rushmore, but these are the the groups who have written the best yacht rock songs. That that's what we're saying thus far. So, all right, Beach Boys versus Fleetwood Mac, the showdown you never wanted to have to 
be involved in. All right, here's from 1979's L.A., parentheses, light album, in parentheses. <laughs> nice. Here's good timing. The world keeps turning ever heard that song yeah but not a lot but up against the beach boys good timing is the song <clears throat> dreams by fleetwood mac Here comes the greatest drum fill ever. It's just one of the greatest songs ever written. It's incredible. The okay, you know the Beach Boys song "Sail on Sailor." That's like I think the most um, yacht rocky Beach Boys song, probably. See. I, when I hear it and I'll I'll play it, when I hear it, I don't hear it so much that way. I hear it as a rock song. Huh. And so to me, they also made that in Holland, that way lyrically. Yeah. It's on Mm -hmm. Holland. Uh, And they made it in Holland. That's right. In Amsterdam. You know, I, I do, I really love that song, Uh, but it doesn't strike me so much as Yachty other than in lyrical content. We'll play it, play it for a second. I want to, I want to, I'll play it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little yachty. It's kind of doobie brothers, I guess, actually. But the piano is what's not yachty. That dodo dum. That's real rock and roll. But that key change and the ooze. And then this tag. You know, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. You've you've convinced me. Yep, that should have been in the spot. But you know, it's if it's my fault, it's my fault. If they get knocked, it's the out, game we're playing. Yeah, I think Brian said that was like his best song. Isn't that wild? Uh, he loves that song. It's not the best, but it's really no. good. God only knows is the best. Yep. I think I gotta go. I mean, Fleetwood Mac. That dreams dreams wins for me. All right, I'm not gonna fight you on it. All right, farewell, Beach Boys. What to say about the Beach Boys? I mean, there's basically a whole episode of this podcast about the Beach Boys. Uh, they're going to get plenty of recorded airspace. I like uh, the Beach Boys them. better than the Beatles. So they're like, are they your favorite band of all time? I mean, I think if I had to like pick one, it might be. I mean, they're they're the they're incredible. That's it's like, yeah, yeah. Bri- Brian specifically just like is beyond music to me. He's He's so, yeah. so magical. So I have, I have said that they are my favorite band since I think for 20 years now, since college, basically when I kind of discovered the full catalog, I mean, even just up through pet sounds and discovered pet sounds. Um, I was like, Oh, this is my favorite band. And I have not really had any reason to change that in 20 years. So love you guys. We'll see you later. Uh, next up the other half of the final four, Eastern Conference, the Eagles versus Hall and Oates. So here are the Eagles with my favorite Eagles song, One of These Nights. Yeah. They just don't write pop songs like that anymore. It's 
It's so yeah. cool. It's like it basically is just driving along. It's just, everything's the same speed. There's the same amount of instruments in the whole time. And then yeah. it just like changes imperceptibly and those vocals come in. It's awesome. Oh. As much as of a distaste for the Eagles as I have. That's a great song. Also, that song is oozing cocaine. That's the cocainiest <laughs> Eagle song we've listened to yet. Of anything we've heard thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. And that song is up against Hollow Notes with Out of Touch, which contains the lyric. Smoking guns, hot to the touch, would cool down if we didn't use them so much. <laughs> Great lyric. I love that lyric. Yep. Come on. Oh, that echo. <laughs> Amazing. Also, I feel like the the verses to that song are so boring that when that chorus comes, it's just like, oh, there it is. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. Because when that chorus happens, it's like, there it. I was like, it was almost losing me. I forgot how amazing the chorus is. It's really chorus heavy. That, like, is that the best produced pop chorus of that decade? So you know, good. It's a perfection of the form. All right. Who's going forward? Eagles or Hollow Notes? I got to say Hollow Notes. Ooh. Are you with what do you, it? What do you have to say about the Eagles? Yeah, it's fine. I'm not going to fight you on that. I saw the Eagles live one time at the Tacoma Dome. It was like a little bit of culture shock. Uh, <laughs> it was as if I was going out to Eastern Washington, kind of. Yeah. But also the Tacoma Dome just sounds like shit. It sounds so bad. Yeah. So it was... It was not a great sounding show. It was cool to be there. And I had been a fan enough by then that I knew a lot of songs. I had probably like four big beers and just partied to the Eagles, you know, and it was really fun. But it was, you know, it was kind of like dipping into boomer culture for a night. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Like sometimes yeah. you do that. You you dip into a different culture for a little bit of time, but you, you don't linger there too long. And it's not actually you. It's not really you, you know? Totally. Yeah. I just, I feel like the, the Eagles for me are always, it's always just saturated in like all of the stuff that came with the, the really like some of the worst parts of baby boomer culture to me are like embodied by Eagles, even though mm. they've got some great songs and there's also just like hilarious stories about them in the studio, like um, being just ruthless people. Like they're like business acumen is not, at the level of Jimmy Buffett, but it's not far off. The documentary about them, the like two-parter or whatever, the story of the Eagles is fantastic. If you like, it's so, it's just really well made. If you like their music at all, probably should watch that documentary because it's really good. That's where they like tell the guy to go to lunch and then they record over his part or whatever. There's like, so, <laughs> just like amazing moments like that. All right. Well, great work, Eagles. We love you. Thank you. My joke about that song, one of these nights, is that Ratatat's entire career is, is based on the intro of that song. Have you listened to it in a while? I don't know that. I mean, I know Ratatat, but I don't know the song. Yeah, the layered guitars. The guitarmony. I love a good guitarmony. That's some really... Really cool bass work. I got to turn it off, but I really don't want to. I just want to kind of leave it on in the background a little bit while we talk. <laughs> Here we go. Championship. Who will be christened as captain of the Yacht Rock vessel? Uh, Fleetwood Mac or Hall & Oates? For Fleetwood Mac, we are going to hear Rhiannon. It's funny too because all these, all these, these are all Stevie songs. 
Yeah, I mean she's she's the heart and soul of that band, man. Oh my gosh, I when think. she sings, especially when she goes up high, yeah, it's just unbelievable. It's so good. I also like that song. She, okay, the way the, oh, go ahead. Her, her voice is like a woman's version of what Michael McDonald is trying and failing to do as <laughs> I don't a male think so. singer. I think they're. I yeah. think they're too. I think Michael McDonald is like. I, I don't know how anyone can sing like that. He sings so high. That it's that so, chorus on a fool. It's so so much affectation. I don't think so. I think it's real. It I think it just sounds fake. It totally. I don't know. It's very. He does sound sort of like a. Uh, I don't know. He sound. He he does sound like a cartoon character for sure. Of an old man. Um, that's <laughs> of a what? He's a, like a cartoon character of an old man, but he sings incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's Hollow Notes. I can't go for that. Parentheses, no can do, and parentheses. That's an example of one of those songs where you think the chorus has happened and then there's another chorus right after it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yacht rock songs kind of do that. Yeah. There it's it's like um if uh <laughs> if a, a regular pop rock song is like um just like a regular fantasy film, like a two hour movie. The Yacht Rock version is like the Peter Jackson extended editions of the Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not in a fucking rush, dude. Let's luxuriate <laughs> in this. We are yeah. making a, we found a vibe. We want to hang here. I want to be in the Shire for a while. Yeah. Okay. I'm not anxious to get out of the Shire. Mm-hmm. Let's hang in an elven city. Let's pretend we're immortal on some giant waterfalls. Like, let's <laughs> let's linger. We're not in a rush. This is not don't bore me, get me to the chorus. It's not that. Yeah. This is like, here's your ticket to paradise, bro. Come on in. It's funny. Even like Elton John has a little bit of yacht rock in him too, in a way. It's like with some of that luxuriating. Yeah. This song, I can't go for that. Parentheses, no can do. Unparentheses. Close parentheses. Mm-hmm. It just feels to me like it's like a, a guy is doing a business deal on a yacht. <laughs> it's it's not it's not the soundtrack. Uh, it's it's not the soundtrack to sailing. Yeah, it is the soundtrack to specifically the type of crimes that occur on yachts. Yeah, it's it's one hundred percent. It's a white collar crime. It's a white collar crime that's dressed up like a business deal. <laughs> And it's it's parked. The yacht is parked in Newport Beach, and oh my god! And the That's guy, incredible. you know, maybe it's Hall or maybe it's Oates, but they're in there at the like, um, they're at the table, which is like one of the the like brown granite countertop tables that would be in a yacht. And the guy, there, you know, their their other business associate partner in crime is like trying to get them to do something, and and they yeah. say. I can't do, I can't go for that. And then the other one says, no can do. And there's like, no can do. And there's like an element of like, it's almost like they're committing crimes and making jokes at the same time. And yeah. that's, that's why I think <laughs> that Daryl Hall and John Oates should be crowned dual kings of the Yacht Rock. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's definitely more yachty in that sense. It's we're 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 pushing Yachty because we don't have any sailing references anymore. We don't have those like really ocean wavy electric pianos in these songs mm-hmm. because right. the best songs here are are straying a little bit from like the Christopher Cross sailing. Like okay, that right that's right down the middle of yacht rock right there. Mm-hmm. 
And so I can see it winning. I'm not going to challenge you. I'm not going to veto it. Holland Oates, captain and first mate. I think they're co-captains. Rock. They're co-captains, I think. Co-captains. John Oates has it in his fucking contract that they are co-captains. They, that's right. Okay. <laughs> he is no, never to be. Do not ever call him first mate. There's no lead singer in this band. And there's no first mate on this boat. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Way to go, Hall and Oates. Yeah. Wow. I actually feel really good about that. Cause if you would have just showed me this list and said who wins, I would have said like maybe Michael McDonald or maybe the Doody Brothers, maybe just Celia Dan. But when you put it down like that, it can't be the Beach Boys. It can't be no. Eagles. It can't be, you know, there's so many of them that it can't be definitely can't be Fleetwood Mac. It just makes sense. I'm I'm with you. Uh, I think that as we needed bands that had deeper catalogs, we ended up getting further from that sonic core Definitely. of Yacht Rock. Because to get to the fourth round, you got to have a bunch of huge songs. So totally. a bunch of great songs that are close enough in the genre that you just get, if you've got four, then they're going to have to deviate. Mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac would not have been as successful as they were if they stuck as closely to one sound as Christopher Cross sticks to one sound on his record, right? Like Correct. they just, they needed that breath to be massive megastars. Before we end though, I want to play some more tracks of songs that did not make the bracket list. Uh, these are songs that I uncovered, you know, looking around at Yacht Rock playlists and, and reading articles and stuff. And they were, they're just like good enough that I was like, I want to, I want to listen to this with Tyson. Uh, let's, you know, people can tune out if they, all they care about was the competition. Thank you for joining us. Uh, children can leave now and go to Sunday school. <laughs> and we're just going to do a little bit longer here because just like a Yacht Rock song, we're not in a rush. Yeah. Two Towers extended edition. This is the four hour version of the Two Towers. Okay. The director's cut. So here is America, 1982, You Can Do Magic. Said to myself, what's it all about? Now I know there can be no doubt. It's a great harmony. I'd like to think that that's the sound of someone taking a sword out of a cane. <laughs> you can do in magic. the chorus there. Yeah. Swing. That's that's someone taking their sword out of their sword cane. Unsheathing <laughs> a blade of some sort. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's been hidden in a it's been hidden in a cane. Okay, here's Little River Band, 1978, the song Reminiscing. It ended all too soon. So good. We'll go dancing in the dark, walking through the park and What do you think about that? Walking through the park and reminiscing. I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. For those, like I, I could think about it and do it, but it doesn't matter. There's like a weird minor. It's like yeah, a flat fine. five or something. It's so cool. Here's Donald Fagan. Was Donald Fagan in Steely Dan? Donald Fagan, the Nightfly. Yeah, he's the second member of Steely Dan, and and I think the worst person that has ever lived, as far as I've heard. Okay, so uh, <laughs> purported asshole Donald Fagan, uh, 1982's IGY. That 
that's the guy in Seely Dan who makes sure that they at least have like some hooks. And he's like, man, I don't ever want to do a key change again. <laughs> and now I'm kind of into it. You're into that one, huh? I like that more than there Seeley is a Dan chance that sure. Walter is who's the other guy is the one that is doing all of the annoying the things that you think are annoying. Yeah, I think that must be the case. It's like Mars Volta showing their true mm-hmm. colors after they split apart from the Sparta guys and ended at the drive-in. It's like, oh, this is what they wanted to be doing. This is this is really yeah. where they were headed, and uh, it was in that compromise that they came up with you know something so explosive um all right here is kenny loggins uh another kenny loggins song that i thought we should maybe play whenever i call you friend i see myself within your eyes and that's all i need to show the world everything i do always takes me That's sick. Melissa Manchester is her name. Uh, She's listed as a co-writer. It's like spooky. It sounds like Mm -hmm. it was recorded in an abandoned nunnery or something. Yeah, it is a little spooky. It's like a, yeah, it's Halloween at the, at the, um, the boatyard. I'm going to skip some of these and just play the ones I most want to play. I think we're kind of nearing the end here. Uh, This is Mm -hmm. England, Dan Seals, and John Ford Coley with I'd Really Love to See You Tonight from 1976. Tyson, this chorus. We could get together for a while. It's been such a long time and I really do miss your smile. There it is. I mean, come on. Come on. You know what I'm noticing? That that song is two minutes and 40 seconds. Like all of the songs here are like five Mm -hmm. minutes is the longest song you're going to see on this whole list. That's a, no, I actually think that's pretty short for them. These, I think that they do take their time. A lot of them are four and a half to five and a half minutes long. And there's like sometimes 52 seconds of instrumental at the beginning. No, that's what's so weird, though. They're short songs, but they take forever. <laughs> they they take their time, and they actually just don't accomplish as much. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's like it's like ninety seconds of like just building electric piano, and then sort of weird ver- verse, and then smashing chorus, and then ten seconds into instrumental half verse, huge chorus, huge chorus, songs over. Yeah, how many more songs do you want to hear? Tyson, why don't we why don't you do you here scroll expire. down so i can so i can look at it i'm scrolled down I'm scrolled just do down that do that jackson brown song let's do that and then call it okay somebody's baby i fell in love with this song in college because i downloaded it from napster and it was mislabeled as elliot smith somebody's baby <laughs> <laughs> so i downloaded it it took me a long time to figure out wait that's not elliot smith uh and I figured out eventually it was Jackson Brown. This is a pretty yachty track, but a lot of his stuff is not very yacht rock. So I didn't include mm-hmm. him in the bracket, like a lot of Americana stuff like that. Um, okay, here's Somebody's Baby mm-hmm. by Jackson Brown. She's got to be somebody's baby. She must be somebody's baby. She's got to be somebody's baby. She's so fine. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I'm going to do when we are done here is listen to that whole song. <laughs> it's so it's great. It's so good. It's so good. The guy that guy that made uh, Someday I'll Make It All Up To You, Tyler Chester, he plays mm-hmm. in Jackson Brown's band. Oh, gosh. And he's got a bunch of stories about 
Jackson Brown being the greatest person ever. It's it's really cool. Also, that place that we go in Mexico, the place That's we go great. surfing, Jackson Brown goes there all the time. And I've been there a few times when he's been there. And he just like, it's it's amazing to me the like kind of the confidence that these people have. You can hear it in their music, you know. But he'll just like sit down with a guitar and like start singing for everybody in a room. And it's like, that's awesome. That's so rad. I would never do that, you know? <laughs> wow. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's great. I, I feel like I want to get a little deeper into his um, discography. I, I feel like there's some undiscovered records in there. I haven't given him a ton of time. He's an example of like a records guy. Yeah. Think. Totally. Yeah, it's like records and records and records and they're all cool. And it's like not a lot of smash, like there's not a ton of like smash hits or anything. It's just like a, a big right. catalog of really cool stuff. Thanks for having me on, man. Dude, so much fun. Uh, check out Milk Teeth, the Tyson Motzenbacher record. Follow Tyson on Instagram. He's a very good follow. And uh, dude, thank you so much for coming up with the Yacht Rock idea. So much fun. This was a lot of fun. I feel like I had I had a great time listening to music tonight. This was great. Thanks so much for listening. Please send this episode, or I guess rather part one, to a couple friends that you think might enjoy Tyson and I rhapsodizing about a very loose definition of yacht rock. Check out the Spotify playlist for this and previous episodes. And yeah, we're just, we're a new show. So word of mouth is the best way to spread the show around to people who might enjoy it. If you have uh, friends who used to like Sherwood, I don't know. There's a handful of those. Maybe they want to hear it. And if you happen to be in advertising or video production, please check out dancoke.net for my commercial music library. We will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Again, I'm having so much fun putting this together and getting feedback from people, please shoot me an email that is in the show notes. Let me know what you think uh, or interact with me on any of the socials. Those links are also in the show notes. All right. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>